Hey, Moving Forward listeners, I'd like to take a quick minute to tell you about my new books. If you've been following the podcast, you'll know that I helped bring my dad's business into the 21st century with Poshmark. I've documented everything we've done so you can start a business right from your closet or expand an existing business with an effective e-commerce solution, even if you don't have a large marketing budget or social media following. The Poshmark Guide for Individuals and Small Businesses is now available in paperback and for Kindle. You can also find the Poshmark Journal for Individuals and Small Businesses with worksheets to help you manage your inventory and negotiate effectively and confidently on the platform. Both titles are available on Amazon, where you can find quick access links at bemovingforward.com or in my link tree, which is in the show notes for today's episode. Start learning and moving forward today. Hey, Moving Forward listeners, this is John Lim. We're back with episode 204. Let's kick it off by talking about some thoughts I had over the past weekend. Uh, And for those of you who are on the East Coast, you're probably snowed in like I was. And I call this contradictions. I tend to be a bundle of contradictions whenever I am trapped at home. And the reason why is that a lot of times during the weekends, I tend to be a bit of a homebody. I'm I'm pretty active during the week, but a lot of times on the weekends, I just like to just kind of relax with a good book, uh, get errands done around the house. But when I am trapped at home, I get a little stir crazy, and I was just noticing the contradiction. I mean, uh, you would think that for a, for someone who's a little bit of a homebody, a snow day would be kind of the ideal, but for me, it, it actually makes me feel a little bit trapped, uh, and I'm the same way with certain things. Like I, I was thinking about this because I caught up on some classic movies over the weekend, including um, 12 Angry Men, which I don't own on physical media, but it is streaming on Amazon, and I'm a huge fan of that movie. And it's funny because movies that I own, I will rarely revisit by popping in the actual media. But if the movie is available on streaming, if it's on TV and I I happen to be a fan, I will turn it on. I will stick with it. And so I don't know if that's a, a, a sign of a contradiction or maybe that it's time for me to change the media that I use in terms of watching things like movies. Anyway, I would love to hear if you have quirks like that. Also, um, what you did over the weekend, how you survived the uh, the snow snowy weekend that we had to just seem to never end. All right, let's go into part two. One of the things that I did over this weekend was work on my dad's Poshmark business. And that, that's actually something that I was able to spend uh, quite a bit of time on that I enjoyed. We talked about this uh, over the last two weeks, and last week I ended by talking about the setup and why it was great to start off with in terms of um, putting the store onto Poshmark, but we didn't generate any sales. We started around uh, May. We didn't actually get our first sales until August. It was a pair of designer blue jeans, and the mistake that I made with Poshmark was that I saw it strictly as a sales platform. One thing you should know about Poshmark is that it is not simply a place where you list items for sale. There's an active community there. And one thing that makes Poshmark unique compared to other platforms, whereas if you list something on Amazon, where you list something on Shopify, you want to engage and Part of your marketing will be to use social media, Facebook, Instagram, maybe Twitter or Tumblr. Poshmark actually has the social media functions built into it. It's a robust community. There are a lot of people on Poshmark, buyers and sellers, and also just people who will follow your store. 
And one of the things that I didn't really get into until much later, until I really started experimenting with it, was engaging. When people like an item, follow them. If someone follows you, follow them back. If someone shares an item, that is huge. They are sharing an item uh, with their followers. And this is how items get noticed, is by this virtue of the snowball effect. So share back, and I will actually go into more details over on this over the next couple of weeks. But Poshmark is a community. The social media functions are built in. So think of Poshmark if you decide to start a Poshmark store as not only a sales platform. It's not just a place to list and sell clothes. It is a place to engage. It's a, it's a social media tool. It's a social media community. And one of the big, big uh, game changers for us was engaging in something called posh parties. And I'm going to do a whole episode devoted to posh parties, so we'll talk about that later. So why am I sharing this? This is something you may be wondering as well. Uh, Most of you, I'm guessing, uh, and correct me if if we do have a listener out there who is a who owns a brick and mortar clothing store, I'd love to connect with you. But most of you listening to this are individuals. Maybe you have a day job, maybe you run a completely different business. But I know I've spoken with so many people and several of my friends, quite a few are actually furloughed right now, unfortunately, with the situation with the government. And you're thinking about maybe starting a side business. You're thinking about starting a side hustle. The thing you should know about Poshmark, even though it is a great platform for a small business like my dad, who's been in the clothing business for decades, it's also where a lot of individuals have started side hustles and businesses. And the cool thing about Poshmark is that you already have the inventory. Poshmark isn't simply a place where you will sell new clothes, such as what my dad does. A lot of people on Poshmark are selling items that they have in their closet that they're no no longer wearing. So if you are someone who is a clothes horse and you have a lot of clothes that maybe you're not wearing anymore, one thing you may want to think about doing is starting a side business on Poshmark. Start a store. Start listing those items. A lot of uh, individuals are selling their clothes, their older items that they're no longer wearing on Poshmark. And if you're interested in getting started on Poshmark, and for those of you who have been listening and following these episodes, because maybe you want to start that side business, head on over to BeMovingForward.com, and I will outline over there on the write-up tips on getting started on Poshmark. I will have it on just the write-up as well as on LinkedIn. So I do republish my uh, Poshmark posts, uh, specific tips on LinkedIn as articles. So head on over to bemovingforward.com. Next week, I'm going to start breaking it down and talk about some best practices for creating listings of clothes that to make them stand out so that they will start attracting followers. And then we're going to break it down as we proceed over the next couple of weeks. And we are probably going to go into February on this because this is something that I've learned so much over, even just in the last few weeks. I'm going to break it down granularly. And if you're interested in starting a side business, my first assignment for you is to download the Poshmark app and to set up your store. And again, head on over to BeMovingForward.com for those starter tips. 
All right, let's go into part three. So over the weekend, I did finish the two books that I alluded to last weekend. Dark Force Rising, which is the second book in the um, Timothy Zahn trilogy that takes place after Return of the Jedi. Not as much of a fan of this one. I gave it two and a half stars. I thought it was a little disjointed. I thought there were parts that dragged a little bit. I was not a fan particularly of what the story did with Luke, Han, and Lando. I felt like there was really, it was just a retread of what we've already seen in the original trilogy. On the plus side, I like the continuation of Leia as as an ambassador. I really like the development of her character and also Chewbacca. Chewbacca just exploring his character a little bit more, what his culture is like on from his home planet, the the life dead. If you're familiar with Wookiee lore from uh, from the Star Wars uh, yeah, mythology, I thought they did a much better job with Chewbacca than they have in the new film. So I'll give it that again, two and a half stars. Dracula, I give that three and a half stars. What's so interesting about that as a book is that it is told completely in letters. And some of you may know that I am co-writing a book right now with my uh, friend Andy, and we're writing it using uh, first-person voice, and we're switching off. So it was really interesting to, to read a novel like this where it's told completely from the points of view of all the different characters through novels, I mean, through letters and journals. Uh, the plot is secondary. You read a novel like this for the language, and it is very rich. It's a slow burn. I was very surprised at how different Dracula is from the movie in Incarnations that we've seen. Dracula, surprisingly, is actually hardly in the novel. He's more of a overhanging, this looming presence in the background, and I thought that was such an interesting uh, plot device. So I do recommend Dracula. Dark Force Rising, only if you're a diehard Star Wars fan, or if you read Heir to the Empire and you are enjoying that, uh, you know, I, I do do give that a, a soft recommend. All right, we'll be back next week to talk more about Poshmark. I'm really excited to dive in. Connect with me on social at Be Moving Forward. If you have questions, would love to engage with you. Have a great week, and remember, always be moving forward.